Hello, hello, and welcome to Gameplay Radio here on Radio Free Brooklyn. This is a storytelling gameplay radio show featuring guests from the New York City Hive and beyond with theme music by Jasula. I am your co-host, Aaron, And I'm Brianna. And today is the very auspicious beginnings <laughs> of another long-term <laughs> game between me and Brianna. We're playing Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Brianna, what is your experience with Dungeons and Dragons? So before, when the pandemic started, a friend was like, do you want to play D&D? And I'm like, sure, I don't know how to do this. So we played with a group for a few months and I mislabeled my character. So I had an HP at level five of 10 and I died every encounter. <laughs> no, no, no. And then they fixed my HP and then it was normal. And then we never met again. So... <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so I, it's like that. And also, I guess, critical role watching. I truly am a noob when it comes to it. Yeah. So it sounds like you kind of had experience where you were like still learning the rules and then didn't really get into like the role playing part of stuff like while you were in it. Yeah. And like within our group, God bless them. But I was like, let's go do stuff for adventure. And people were like, what if we just sat back and pondered things? And the poor DM was like, how about we keep moving forward? The train is go, or the, the caravans are moving. The caravans are, you, are, are moving. <laughs> yeah. The caravans are almost gone. Please do something. So oh, no. It, it was that kind of experience. I see. But it was fun. It was entertaining. And it's like, I, I was interested in doing more. So now here I am. And you all oh, have no. to suffer with me. Yeah, because you're going to be uh, the player in this game. Have a chance to experience it full force, (laughs) one-on-one. It's just me, myself, and you. (laughs) Me, everyone else. (laughs) Yeah, um, this is uh, especially kind of fun for me because it feels like it's... I I mean, we play so many different games here all the time, and it's so fun. But uh, some of the first things I ever did on Gameplay Radio was play Dungeons and Dragons games with people who didn't have a lot of experience with Dungeons and Dragons. And it's truly full circle, man. A little bit. It's a little full circle, especially as we're leaning we're coming up on uh the third year anniversary coming soon. So if you're if this show was a child, it would almost be in kindergarten. It would. It would almost be in kindergarten. At this point, uh our show is uh walking on two legs. It's going to preschool. Saying words? Is that how that works? Is that child know. development? I don't know what children do. They just talk I I, at some time. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, essentially. Well, uh, but it's, I don't know, it's nice. And I'm really excited to kind of uh, flex my DM muscles a little bit mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. more today and uh through the rest of this month so uh thank you brianna for giving me this opportunity too you're welcome aaron it's gonna i'm gonna challenge you at every turn hell yes (laughs) i love that no but actually like i i love it i love uh especially with people who don't know the rules as well they're less constrained by them Mm -hmm. and they just want to do random stuff and it makes me so happy it really really does i mean 
I'm sure, like, I keep thinking about, so again, as I said, I watch Critical Role and the, I think the first one I actually watched was the Exandria Unlimited series because uh, I'm a person of color. And so watching people of color play and I was like, cool, this is what I want. And mm. I will never forget uh, Amy Carrero being like, can I flip the gator? And Abria, yeah. the DM being like, can you? And it's like, well, technically, according to animal facts. Yeah. <laughs> and it completely like ruined the fight because she was like, okay, I guess you can flip the gator. There goes my <laughs> entire long fight, but fuck. And it's like, I love that where it's completely like, I'm going to bring in a little bit of real world knowledge and like completely fuck up your plan. <laughs> exactly. I just, I love that chaos. And I mean, I think it probably depends on like your DM or whatever, but like, I, mm -hmm. it's like one of the fun parts. Me, so if there's any sure. gators, I'm flipping them. Um, okay, as you will noted. soon see, I'm strong, but there are other stats I am not as high in. Yeah, we did spend, we did take, you know, a nice little time before sitting down here to play, uh, I think like an hour and a half to create Brianna's character. So I think half hour of that experience. was just me cackling. So, <laughs> Which, hell yeah. Uh, and you'll find out why in a moment when we get started. Um, and I feel like we should. But do first, do? do you know what happens next, Brianna? No. What happens next, Aaron? I wasn't about to interrupt and ask about that. <laughs> uh, well, Brianna, uh, we have on-air reads. I feel like we're being coerced in the way you're phrasing <laughs> Let's I know that did not need to be so menacing, <laughs> and I apologize. I, I apologize. The goddamn on air reach, child. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little dehydrated, so you know. And Oops. I have five different types of liquids around me: good old water, caffeine, and more. Brianna's and just start... recording in the bath right now. Like, <laughs> it's it's my way of relaxation. Uh, exactly. If the mic falls in the bath, good goodbye. Friend. Yeah, that's it. That's it for the show. Um, so stay tuned. <laughs> there goes the <laughs> okay, okay, all right, all right, okay. Here we go. <laughs> if you'd like to listen to Radio Free Brooklyn when you're not in front of your computer, please download our free mobile app for iPhone and Android. Available in the App Store for iPhone or the Google Play Store for Android. Like if you're in the bath. Um, Radio Free Brooklyn's mission is to provide a free and open platform to our community and promote media literacy, education, free expression, and public art. We rely primarily on donations from listeners like you. Every dollar helps us to stay on the air and allows us to continue our work in the community. We are a 501c3 nonprofit organization, so all contributions are tax deductible. Please support with a monthly pledge or one-time donation at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash donate. If you're an Amazon shopper and would like to donate in a way that costs nothing to you, go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com slash Amazon and register RFB as your Amazon Smile charity. Every time you shop, a portion of your purchase benefits Radio Free Brooklyn. Or you can buy, like, bath candles. I don't know. I'm done with the bath joke. <laughs> yeah, let's, uh, let's move on to other types of jokes <laughs> available in a game. A game that we're going to be playing called Dungeons and Dragons, created by <laughs> the Wizards of the Coast. Uh, you know, they're there. They're always there. And uh, they are a game structure that has been around for a very long time. <laughs> so, yeah, good for them. Uh, <laughs> we're playing 5th edition. Um, I guess that's all you really need to know about the game. Uh, <laughs> you've never heard <laughs> there are, Listen, there are a lot of dice and a lot of rules. Um, mm -hmm. We'll go over them while we play. 
Uh, but uh, Gameplay Radio also has their like kind of intro to Dungeons and Dragons series that I did like ages ago. Um, and you can check that out too, uh, where we go more in depth into what it's like to, you know, play. So I guess let's, you know, let's just get into it. Um, also, side note, this is a game, this isn't based off of any, uh, like, there are a lot of modules for this game, like official, like, game books that people have made. I just pulled this together on my own, and we're going to see how it goes. So, I mean, let's get into it with a little bit of an introduction to our main character, our protagonist for the game. Brianna, mm-hmm. your character, why don't you do a bit of an intro? Oh, me. Yes. Hi. So uh, my character is Arai Greylock. He is a level five month monk. I, I guess in description, he is like tall and I always use like sinewy, except I don't know if that describes body types at all, but he's like very tall, very strong, but it's very like not like so much defined muscle, but very kind of thin-esque. He's got, he's a tiefling. I forgot that is an important thing to mention. Uh, with dark purple skin and long black hair that's braided into two simple braids that kind of go like twisted down his back slash over his shoulder. Uh, and he wears like a fairly simple outfit, kind of the normal outfit of the place he's from, which is called Haston, um, which is just kind of like a pretty simple pants, shirt, nothing too elaborate. Carries a few small weapons on him just because, you know, Maybe a a cat gets stuck in the tree and he needs to cut something down because he is a sweet, sweet boy. And I love him. Um, And then I guess, uh, I'm not sure if this is also what you need, but he's just one of those people. He really wants to have like, you know, to quote Disney, if we don't get sued immediately, he wants adventure in the great wide somewhere. But he's always kind of stayed in his smaller town to... Cause, you know people have needed help so he stayed to help them he he thinks that he's like too good for this big town but also he like doesn't want to leave because he's comfy and he, he likes his friends and his family he just he's kind of comfy where he is and he wants to make his family proud but he also wants to make a name for himself and then also save some more cats while he's doing it and there are certainly plenty of cats in Hasden, uh, <laughs> a small town that is settled at the base of kind of an inclined cliff. But the whole land right there is at elevation apart from the coastal seas and cities below. It has a population of around like a thousand people. Uh, most of them are families that have lived there for ages, which I imagine is a lot like Arai's family. But They are part of a small but steady trade route that stops by on their way to and from the big coastal cities. So sometimes people who are on that route choose to stay, um, but it doesn't happen too often, um, just the same way as people don't leave too often. And, uh, you know, it's very trade heavy, kind of a comfortable little-ish, like kind of little city, I guess you could call it. It's like Belle's Village in Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> <laughs> Little town. Does a rye sing? He could. He could. Uh, he could. <laughs> he could. He doesn't. He's shy. But like he could. He could break it out in karaoke if such a thing existed. Uh, question: What is uh, what is like Arai and the families like? How how do they interact with the town? What is their like? What is their connection and feeling towards the town around them? Arai is pretty cool with the town. He likes, like, going out and, like, helping people. Um, His 
family is not so much. They actually aren't, they don't particularly like that he's very comfy with the town. Um, they like seem to have settled there like years and years back out of necessity and like it's been easier mm. to stay. And mm-hmm. he has like not only tried to like make a name for himself here, but like wants to leave and continue to make a name for himself. So he's kind of like the the oddball in the family who actually interacts with the town. And so some people in the I town see. don't particularly like him, but like he likes everyone. It's gonna be a weird <laughs> character to play. <laughs> he's positive and likes people. Ugh, the fuck? And yet, and yet he feels like he needs something more. He wants an adventure in the great wide somewhere. (laughs) He wants it more than he can tell. And there's certainly like plenty to kind of do and take care of here. You know, there are always like cats to save. Um, There are always like uh, thieves or bandits trying to, uh, you know, hit either traders on the road or, uh, you know, border homes for thieves. There also, there's a little bit of competition between the different traders uh, because, um, that's Hasda's main source of like money and power, if there is any, in uh, this kind of a small town, uh, because the center of the town is like this kind of main circle. There's like a tall building uh, made out of brick with like a little clock in the center of it and archways. It's like the fanciest building in town um, and one of the oldest buildings in town. And it's surrounded by stalls of passing traders, and there are a couple of inns to house them. The whole center of the town is based off of trade. It's always pretty busy, especially uh, at the moment that we are uh, entering in on on this day, where uh, it seems that it's one of the larger Mm -hmm. trade days. Before we dive too deep into that, can I just give two stats for the good listeners so they understand some of Arise? Please. So in, in creating this character, Aaron helped me and it was great when I rolled this wonderful roll and I got basically all my stats really high, like most of them over 14 and most mm-hmm. of them within like the 16 to 18 range. And then I rolled, so my wisdom, I just wanted to give you two stats. My wisdom is an 18, uh, awry, is very wise and has a lot of great common sense. Uh, and then I rolled this an eight for in, intel or seven for intelligence and, uh, Arai is, he's a, he is, I'm not going to play him 100% like a himbo, but like, please know that in all my notes, Arai is my sweet himbo and I love him so much. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Um, I guess I actually should, this was probably a stat rule that I should have told listeners about is that there are uh, five main stats. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, the five main stats are... Strength, Strength, dexterity, con, intelligence, wisdom, and constitution, Uh, intelligence, wisdom, and charm. Exactly. Uh, And these are basically the main pillars for basically anything else they can do. They make up all sorts of little uh, side statistics that they have there, like persuasion or athletics or history or investigation or deception. So... These are going to be comprised of those five stats, which is why uh, having a low number in one of them can be so detrimental to trying to do one kind of thing. When I did a good Google as to what the hell do you do when you have high wisdom and low intelligence, they said Samwise Gamgee was a good answer. He's he's got the 
the street smarts to know what's going on, but he may not be super book smart, which is fine. And we love Samwise Gamgee. He wouldn't, the, the ring wouldn't have gotten to Mordor without Samwise Gamgee. So absolutely not. We love you, Arai. Your we do. sweet cat loving ways. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so on like this day that we come across Arai, what is he up to? He was going to go into market because he was thinking about getting some of his knives sharpened for okay. his mom because she needed them for cooking. Just like a, a common normal a normal task for good old Arai. Yeah, just going into going into market for a nice shopping day. It does seem fairly busy. You're wandering around. Uh, there's like an hour of different people. Some of them are like shouting their wares. You see a couple of haggling. You find yourself at a uh, smithing like stall. Someone who like is you know indeed carrying around and selling various knives. Like no swords, mm -hmm. but a lot of like knives and. If you go over and get those done, you do that. Uh, but as you're waiting for your knives to get sharpened, there's like a stall next door. And you hear from the stall next door, someone go, Hey, you're that awry, aren't you? I'm just like going to look around because I'm like, I'm pretty well known in the town because I'm generally like either tall or like one of the tallest people there because these motherfuckers mm -hmm. be short. Um, and it's just like, oh, me? me? Hi, how do I know you? Are you, you don't look familiar. You're looking at a young female dwarf. Mm -hmm. uh, she She's wearing like what seems to be some like simple traveling gear. Uh, mm -hmm. She has like her little beard, her little like kind of like an auburn beard that's kind of like braided mm -hmm. into little like braids. Um, and her like the rest of her hair is kind of pulled back in a like a low ponytail. And she is kind of lounging, leaning back. Uh, and it looks like she has like a set of uh, kind of potions laid out there. Um, and she says, oh, uh, you know what? I do this route uh, fairly often and I've heard a lot of stories about you. You do oh. some uh, really incredible work protecting this town. Ah, oh, shucks, you know. Uh, I, I just try to do my best. Um, sometimes cats get stuck in the tree. Sometimes monsters need to be slain. But, you know, it's, it's what I can do. But, like, what can I do to help you out? How, what do you need? And then internally uh, he curses himself because he's like, God damn it, I have a task. But like, I, I, can, I can help one person out. It's fine. I'm good. <laughs> she kind of smiles and goes, well, you know, I have, I have a bit of a thought. And she kind of looks around and goes, well, maybe we shouldn't talk here. Why don't we go over to... Uh, Went to one of the inns that's right over there. I think it's called the uh, Blooming Onion. Oh yeah, no, I, I'm I'm a regular there. But uh, wait, what what is your name again? I don't think I caught that. Oh sure, uh, my my name is Jekka. Jekka. Yeah. Okay. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna make sure that my the knives because I'm I'm getting some knives sharpened for my mom. So like, I just want to make yes, sure that those are all done before. Cause like, I don't want anyone to like run off with my knife. Although like, I know the entire town, but yeah. Um, and so uh -huh. Arai double checks on his damn knives and they're done yep. because mm -hmm. fuck plot. And so they, uh, yeah. the, <laughs> the knife, the knife you, you go back the knife guy, um, the knife, <laughs> the knife guy, he, he, the comes nice back knife and he goes, guy. here, here you are. I hope that your uh, mother gets, 
you know, get some great food going. Thank you. I know she'd come here, but you know how she is about the whole town. So, like, thank you. And what do I owe you uh, this sure. time? Just kidding. I'm not paying you. Goodbye. I need to run. <laughs> no, what? No, what? what do, uh, just kidding. What do I owe you this time? You know, I'd never, I'd never take your money. I never not give you your money. I'm oh, well, I mean, since, since I'm just sharpening knives you already have, you know, that's only like 10 copper pieces. So cool. Korea has no idea how to handle money in this game. <laughs> it's. I think you definitely have copper pieces, so you're fine. Okay, here you go. <laughs> uh, he so says, yeah, so <laughs> thanks. Yeah, of course. So then Arag turns back to Jekka and it's just like, yeah. And he like puts the. I guess he has like a. He has. He has a. Like one of those. I've just. Made, he has not the backpack that you carry all your stuff. Do you have a fanny pack? He, no. <laughs> like one of those leather bags. Satchel. Like thank you. He has a fanny pack. He is prepared to go to Disneyland and meet Bell, his fanny icon. <laughs> so yeah, he turns to Jekka and is like, yeah, let, yeah, let's go to the tavern. Um, I, My tap should still be open from last night. I hope they didn't add too many people. But yeah, let's go. So now I have a side question. Is Arai often just paying for people's like drinks and things? I think it's things? like he is friendly with the town, but also he's he wants to make sure he stays in good standing because he know his knows his family isn't. So sometimes, yeah, he'll pay. Mm. He doesn't okay. love it, but like he'll 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 help out if someone's like, I could use a drink, and it's like you could use a drink. Okay. Uh, Jekka goes. Excellent. He's not gonna pay okay. for Jekka's drink, just so you know. <laughs> He's closing that tab. <laughs> I mean, Jekka doesn't know that, but uh, good to know. Mm -hmm. Um. Jekka puts out a like kind of one of those like be right back signs and packs up like her wares in a little like lock box and hides it and then what are her wares again the potions yeah like okay. potions um and she goes great let's go uh so you kind of navigate through the different stalls over to you know a like an like kind of a tavern and inn combo called the blooming onion you enter inside it's uh, you know, fairly large, um, you know, large enough to house uh, a number of people. And it's also fairly busy today because mm -hmm. uh, of all of the traders coming in. Uh, you see the person behind the bar is, you know, the bartender who you know very well. Arai rushes up to the bar and just like, hey, is my tab closed? Great. Yeah. You rush forward uh, and Azalea, the Azalea. Uh, bartender, like a middle-aged human woman who has, you know, like kind of graying long braids down her back, uh, approaches you and goes, hey, so, I mean, I assumed when we closed for the night that you wanted that to be done, yeah? Yeah, oh my gosh, I, I get so forgetful sometimes, but thank you. Sure, oh. so, you, so, you know, that does mean you do owe us 20 gold pieces. <laughs> Aaron wants to cut all my money before I've started. Um, <laughs> Aaron, I have 30 gold! Aaron! <laughs> Sometimes it's expensive to uh Why are you so cruel to me? Okay, fine, you bitch. Um so Arai's just like uh, Yeah. Okay. And so he pays it with this really kind of sad look on his face. <laughs> and then when he turns to Jekka, he's just like I'll have a water. Jekka is watching this exchange. And she goes, uh, what would you have if you weren't having a water? I don't know. I'd have what's on tap, but... She leans over and puts 
12 gold on the counter and says, two beers, please, and I'll cover half of his tab. Uh, I did the exact reaction or I did where it's like both hands up to the mouth, just like, ah! <laughs> like, thank you, nice stranger. Oh, gosh, <laughs> because that was going to knock me out a lot of money. <laughs> Azalea raises her eyebrows and goes... Okay, stranger, takes the gold, pushes 10 gold of what you paid her, like, back across the counter to you, Arai. Arai, like, holds it, like, very close to his chest. Like, oh, I'm not fucking that up again. (laughs) (laughs) Um, As soon as the drinks are had, uh, Jekka points to a free table, which looks to be sort of in a corner, and Mm -hmm. uh, says, that all right? Yeah, so Arai, like, gets to the table, and he, like, pulls out a cloth, and he, like, wipes the table down, uh, just because, you know, it's it's a little dirty, but he just cleans it up, and then he's like, okay, and he, like, plops down, and, like, elbow on table, he's like, what's up? So, how much do you know about the city of Soreto? Oh, gosh. I mean, I've heard of it, but, like, I've not really left here in so long that, like, everything, it just kind of... Let's just say not a lot. Um, make. <laughs> I'm gonna have you oh, make yeah, your he's first roll. Dumb. I forgot. Make a uh, <laughs> make a history check for me. Oh no! <laughs> the first roll is an intelligence check, apparently. <laughs> well, listeners, my answer was correct. Uh, I rolled a two, and it was a minus one, so it's a one. <laughs> Oop. <laughs> like I said, guys, he's sweet. He ain't smart. Yep. My, my sweet himbo. Well, at least he, he answered in character. That's so true. It's true. Jekka says, oh, well, you know, I can I can fill you on the ba- on the basics. You know, Soreto, it's it's, you know, one of the one of those big cities, that kind mm-hmm. of a thing. But it's run by seven counselors. They hoard all of the wealth and power in the city. They even like selected the mayor so the person who uh manages the everyday of the city uh is also somebody who is in the council's pocket and that's not that's not cool no it's not cool at all and i have heard tell one of the counselors is working on a way to basically commodify the infusion of magic into weapons do you know how dangerous magic weapons are? Is that actually you asking, or does he have to roll and see if it does? He knows. I can. I, um, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, you but, can. You can just answer how you feel. Oh gosh, I don't know, but I mean, magic's already pretty dangerous. Put like some strength behind it, and that's not going to be pretty good. Je- Jekka responds: <laughs> Magic weapons are dangerous. And they uh, have a lot of power in them that can do a lot of damage to people, uh, especially oh, if gosh. only like a certain set of people have access to that ma- to those weapons. Wouldn't you and say? And so you're saying you're saying this this Soretta city they're making these weapons, using them for like armies and stuff. They aren't yet, but one of the council members, his name is Jasper Kentwood. Jasper Kentwood, he does a lot of research into weaponry. He's trying to develop this in his research facility near his home. But, but, the council is doing a big display and celebration of, in theory, the power of Soretto. 
Um, and in order to quote unquote display that, each council member is opening the doors to their homes to the public. Hmm. Okay. How far is Soretto from here? So, with your history check, ah! <laughs> uh, can I roll uh, for it? <laughs> do you want to roll again? Yeah. <laughs> okay, you can roll again. Make a um, make another history check. Oh no! Why is your head in your hands? What did you just I roll, do? I rolled a one. <laughs> <laughs> you God have it, no right. idea. <laughs> you have no idea how far it is. You barely know anything about the city. All you have to go off of is what Jekka is telling you. So how far is this Soretta from this town, the Haston? He has. Oh, to- uh, you know, Soretto <laughs> is maybe uh, a day's travel, a day or two, depending on how fast you're going. So this is super fascinating and terrifying because, like, these weapons seem horrible. But yes. Why ask me? Here's the thing. I don't of know course, shit. there are people who are, you know, in Soretto who are who would also love to try to get their hands on this weaponry or this information before the council does. Of course, those people exist. But it's possible that the council is aware of their movements in the first place. You, I i mean, I have been traveling through Hasden on trade for quite a while, and I've been hearing about your great deeds, and I know that you're just a very, you seem like a very impressive individual. You seem like someone who really hmm. uh, has really the love and the support of this town. You seem so skilled. And I thought to myself, you are an unknown entity to Soretto and to the council. They wouldn't know who you are. What a better person to can help. I in, can I roll an insight check on this? Yeah, you absolutely can roll an insight check. Come on, roll. I need a better roll than the shit I got. Thank God I got a 22. <laughs> yeah. That plus going to be doing a lot of heavy work. <laughs> absolutely. Jekka is gassing you up a little bit, but not mm-hmm. necessarily lying. Trying to make this deal seem as appealing as possible to you, but all the information... She doesn't seem to be lying about the information that she's okay. telling you. She's okay. just really exaggerating it because she really wants you to do this job. Okay. Okay. So I'm an unknown entity, right? Mm. You just need me to like go check out these places. Feels a little unsafe to come popping into people's houses if they're like expecting traders. They would be expecting me or some other people. They would not be expecting you. And if you were to go into just one of the houses, just Jasper's house, and find a way into his private development research chambers underground and recover or destroy his recent efforts, his recent research, you would be doing the town, the city of Soretto, a great service in protecting its normal citizens from these weapons. Now, of course, I, uh, you know, it would be great to be able to use those uh, to be able to save that information, to know how it's being made, should that research be grown again later. But it should not be in the hands of someone like Jasper or the council. So, like, Arai may not be smart, but he's not dumb. 
despite the insight check where it's like, you're gassing me up, there's still something you're not telling me. And the reason why you want these weapon information, despite the fact that this is not me telling, this is not me talking, this is me. Yeah, you're narr- you're thinking it yeah. through. Mm-hmm. And despite the fact that you're like, yeah, it could be destroyed or you could give it to me, feels real sus. However, arise a hoe for some good adventuring. And he's never had any. Make a perception check for me. 20. 20. Dirty 20, sorry. A, a dirty 20, yep. Cool. So not a critical 20. You notice that while Jekka is talking, she's kind of gesturing around a little bit, and you notice that there's this uh, tattoo on the side of her forearm. It looks like the point of a knife pointing like upward, like it's a peak, and there's a little sun behind it. Make another history check for me. Fucking Christ. Wow. I have an eight. Like, how was I doing so good with the wisdom ones? And they're like, yeah, no, you're dumb again. Um, it was an eight. You know. Maybe you've seen that tattoo on other people before, but you have no idea what it means. Okay. And like, as he's pondering all this, like she seems a little uh-huh. sus. Oh, cool tattoo. No thoughts, head empty. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, she she pauses and looks down at it and she goes, uh, oh, uh, thanks. Have you seen this before? Uh, maybe. But anyway, going back to our main discussion. <laughs> Again, no thoughts, hmm. head empty. Um, sure. This whole thing you want me to do. Yeah. Money is nice. I can, of course, pay you for your efforts. So, like, when I'm in this town, I usually do things for, you know, lower, under market value. But, like, I feel like this is a little more dangerous than saving a few cats. So. Could be. I want to be paid accordingly. Yeah, of course. Also, I want to make sure that, like, none of this comes back to my family because I already know that, like. They're not super loved in this town. And I'm, I don't know how I feel with me doing some sus stuff for you, meaning it gets them looked down upon more. It makes me a little uncomfortable. Well, I'm certainly not going to be telling anyone about this. Will you? No. He says, though he might think about telling his mom about this later. <laughs> Okay, well, uh, I'm sur- I won't tell anyone about this. And look, listen, this business that you're doing is in Soretto. I know, I know, but like I've read some stories where, like you know, like what the play on the Godfather Part One, where like I don't know, people could get very angry and show up at like people's weddings and then like leave horse heads in their beds, and that just seems very unpleasant and very dirty. So your safety uh, from not being known in Soretto will depend largely on whether or not you can get in and out without people knowing who you are. I can't protect you from that. Immediately going still. Okay. (laughs) But if you're not living in Soretto anyway, then what's the big deal? Hasden is is very far away from there. And I mean, no offense to Hasden, I love it here, but you know, Hasden is, um, it's very country town as opposed to the, the big city of Soretto and the council has more important things to do, so... Arise a little offended because it's like when you insult your hometown, it's fine. But when some like no unknown person insults your hometown, you're like, hold up, bitch. I'm from Haston. Calm yourself. Um, mm-hmm. But that does kind of like, OK, fine. I'll do okay. it. But yeah, let's get back to the money talk. Sure. Yes. Uh, so glad to have you on board. Uh, what would you say to 150 gold pieces? 
And like Arai's jaw drops because he's like, that's a fuck ton of money. But he's like also trying to like play it cool. Like when you're in like a salary negotiation, he's like, <clears throat> um, <laughs> uh, make, um, make a deception check for me. Fuck you. <laughs> Boom, 18. <laughs> Smooth as a cucumber. <laughs> um, so you said 150. I've heard around these parts to do like big danger, like big kind of out of city things that like usually the going rates like 250, 300. Because of your deception check, make a persuasion check with advantage. You can okay. roll twice and take the higher number. Persuasion, you said? Yeah. Ha, huh, it's 18. Fuck you. <laughs> Pay me. <laughs> okay. You said 200 to... Two, 250 how much? to 300. 250 to 300. Well, I know I have a... I'm, I'm asking something very big, so... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How about 260? 275. 270. 273. <laughs> you got it. Uh, do I get money on hand now or do I get it at return? I'm a reasonable woman. I, I can do uh, half now and half later. Okay. We're splitting 273. <laughs> you'll get you'll get one extra gold. <laughs> that one extra gold um, on the back end. Boo. Okay. <laughs> She hands over a very hefty bag of gold. Oh, and she has it all on her. Hmm, she had more money than that. Okay. Arai takes it and he's like keeping that cool from that 18 roll before, but like gently mm-hmm. feels. He's like, mm hmm, I like this. This is good money. <laughs> well, uh, if, if, I'm happy to answer any other questions you have about this, but otherwise, uh, I have some wares to sell. And then I'm probably going to be hitting the road back to Soretto tomorrow. So you can, you're welcome to join me uh, at dawn to head out. Oh, that's so early. It's a long trip. I don't know if I was saying that or Rai was saying that. <laughs> um, that's fair. <laughs> uh, I, I guess I'll join you then. It does give me some time to, you know, put my affairs in order. So he like pops up from the table and like cleans the spot where he like dropped a bit of beer, takes one last swig. Uh, and then like, is is uh Jekka's drink done? About done, yeah. Okay, so he like hand makes a hand movement, like, do you want me to take your glass? She chugs the rest of it when you ask. She mm-hmm. just kinda goes glob, 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 yeah. and then like hands it over. Cool. And he like stacks them, wipes her table, gives like a little nod of his head and like cheerfully walks to the bar and like gives back his drinks and like leaves. He's hands on out. Where does Arai go now? He needs like some health stuff. Because I have no healing thing. Do you remember that, Aaron? Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he needs to, like some health stuff, and he wants to get some like to double check on some other things that he might need for the trip. And he wants to do that before he goes to see his mom, because he knows the second he goes home, he's not probably going to leave until he leaves in the morning. Okay. In terms of um, getting potions and things like that, you know where to go to get a couple of healing potions. Um, mm-hmm. There's someone who you helped out last week and you like gave them a big hand and they know how to make healing potions. Who are they? How did you help them? Someone was trying to like steal one of their potions from their their tent hut place. And um, I'm tall and pretty strong. And so and they were like one of the people who are coming into town for stuff. So I chased them down and I like got all their shit. And then I 
threw them literally out of the town. The town has like, it's pretty circular, so it's just like a chunk. Yeah. And I threw them in like the direction, I believe, of the forest. Great. Wait, so this was a trader or this is someone who lives in town? This was like a trader. A traitor. Uh, right, T-R-A-D-E-R, yeah, so... not T-R-A-I-T. Not a traitor. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you go to the stall. It's It has a, a simple sign on it that says, Granny's Goods. <laughs> this very, like, very old halfling Aww. woman sitting there, kind of rocking back and forth in a portable rocking chair that she brings for emphasis. Um, and Granny. she's like, as she's doing it, she's mortar mortar and pestle, like crushing like a couple of like things like that. Does Granny have a name or does Granny go by Granny? You can call her uh, Raleigh. Okay. So like a busts into the shop and he's like, Raleigh, hey, what you doing, girl? How are you? Oh, my sweet Arai, it's so nice to see you. How are you, my little hero? He's like chin hands, like, oh, I'm good. I'm going to go on this secret adventure, and I'm going to need some stuff. So, like, A secret adventure? What kind of trouble are you getting into? Well, I can't really tell you, but I'll tell you a little. I have to go to this... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to go to the big city. Uh, what's it called? Soretto? Soretto. Yeah, have you heard of it? I have to pass through Soretto often. That place is uh, rife with chaos. And also, Arai like face drops a little as he's like, "Oh, I'm. I didn't. How did I not know about this place? Jesus Christ!" Anyway, he's like, "Yeah, well, I. I mean, like, I'm here is pretty rife with chaos, and I. I gotta, you know, I gotta like." hammer up these skills because like I gotta keep an eye I can't stay here forever I gotta make sure that like I'm ready to go adventuring out in the big wide somewhere TM Disney of course you do sweetie all right so uh you're getting you said you were getting into some secret things you probably need something to keep you alive to get back to your dear mother and father yeah that would be helpful yeah, all right. all right. You know, you helped me so much last time. Those people were very scary and very determined to get my wares. Very silly of them, to be honest. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So uh, let's see if we can get you something. Uh, and she is going to rummage in the back and give you two potions of healing and one potion of greater healing. Cool. Oh, gosh. Thank you so much, Raleigh. Okay, what do I owe you? I came in. Got a couple what of dollars. What do you mean? You don't owe me anything for this. You're about to go off on your big adventure. You're about to start your whole adventuring career in the the big, you know, wilds of Soretto. This is this is from me to you to support like, you as you start. Arai does the, the chin hands of just like, ooh, thank you. Oh, this is wonderful. And because he is a gentleman, he does leave a gold piece because he's like, thank you. Like, oh, you. It's something. Get out there and go have some adventure and then come back and tell me about it. I will. And he like waves and like runs. He, how old is this man? <laughs> how old? What, uh, you mean Granny? No, me. I'm like... I don't know. How old are you? I mean, he's probably like 25. But, and I'm like, what 25-year-old does chin hands talking to the person who's over 30 who does chin hands? Um, I, you know, maybe <laughs> maybe arrives a very flirty individual. I 
feel like it's less flirty and more like e. I love him. <laughs> okay, so then he does he does a couple of like, you know, he he does this thing around town because he's like taking it upon himself to like keep an eye on things. So he does kind of a loop around town. Mm-hmm. To, you know, check for all the trees for the cats um, and make sure that no one skulking around looks sus because he knows everyone in this fucking town. Um, he does feel a couple of pointed looks his way from some of the out-of-towners, but he kind of ignores them because uh, he's not got time for that. He's got to check on the cats. So. Mm. Um, make a general <laughs> cat check. Let's call it make an acrobatics check to see how well you kind of bounce through all of this stuff. Uh, 18. <laughs> okay, so... Uh, <laughs> so he, your... he is doing backflips while checking. <laughs> I mean, as he, he goes back and forth checking out everything, uh, he gets a lot, you know, he gets a lot done. He checks on things. Everything seems to be good. He rescues a couple of cats from trees. He resolves an argument where two people think that the cat is theirs when both of them are, in fact, wrong. Here we go. We split it down the middle. No. no. <laughs> yeah, and then one of them cries and that's how you know. <laughs> so... <laughs> Can I just say, that is the weirdest fucking story. It's like the woman's like, yeah, I'll take half a baby. It's like, like, who would do that? Yeah. But yeah, so you you resolve some and you get, you know, a couple of, uh, a lot of like thank yous from people in town who know you well. And yeah, that's that's kind of like how the rest of your day goes. Mm -hmm. Then he like hustles home Mm -hmm. before he opens the door. He just kind of like takes a deep breath. And then, like, walks inside. Okay. You go in. Your younger sibling is there. Hi, younger sibling. <laughs> That's Edel. E-T-T-A-L. They are sitting on the kitchen counter <laughs> and uh, trying to basically, like, just being kind of, like, bored and annoying and annoying, like, your mother while she's trying to, like, pre- mm-hmm. like start preparing things to, like, make dinner. Uh, and your mother's just kind of, like, laughing about it, going, oh, Edel, get off the counter. Quit, get off, get get off the counter. And Edel's like, wow, 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 wow. First of all, us younger siblings don't do that shit, thank you. I've done that. <laughs> As a younger sibling, I have done that. I have been annoying. Um, They both see you come in. Edel hops off the counter and goes up to you and goes, you do anything cool today? Oh, God. This is giving vibes of the early part of Demon Slayer when his whole family died. And it was like, big brother, take me to town. (laughs) Sorry. Um, So, um, Arylic tossles his hair and kind of like gently moves him aside while tossling. And it's like, Edel, yeah, you know, I... I, as your older brother, I, uh, <clears throat> yeah, clears his throat. I was assigned a task to do outside of the town, and I'm, I think I'm going to take it up on it. And, like, before oh. his mom can, like, argue, he, like, kind of unloads in his leather fanny pack the, uh-huh. the knives and, like, lays them out for his mom. And it's like, and I got, I got your knives sharpened, too. Don't, I didn't forget that. Don't worry. Uh, Edel says, you're going out of town? I am, and it's going to be... Really cool. And he like double checks with his mom. Mom's looking at you. And then looks back. 
and like looks and like you know the look where you like look really quickly and look away to be like okay i can't tell how she's reacting so he looks back to edel and he's like yeah you know i think it's gonna be pretty cool uh, i'm gonna see a lot of things and maybe i'll even pick you up something there what do you like what should i pick up for you when i'm there oh uh what's what what's in soretto uh and your mom goes they have beaches there sweetie they do That was both in character. <laughs> and, and Edel says, oh, get me like uh, uh, something from, from a beach then. And a part of her rise, like, I'll get you a piece of sand. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> but like in the nicest way, like I've never seen sand either kind of thing. But like, yeah, no, don't worry. Don't worry, Edel. He like toss, toss, whatever. When you like touch someone's hair and you'll play with it. Like, oh, don't worry. I'll get you something. Uh, no, stop bugging mom. She's trying to cook dinner. Edel shrugs their shoulders. He goes, okay, and, and, and runs off. Um, and it's just you and your mother now. Yeah, so I'm going to head out tomorrow at dawn. And who are you going with? No one. Just going. Awry. Things could you... go awry. That is correct. They could go awry. <laughs> and <laughs> you have been living in Hudson your whole life. And you come home from a market and say that you're just going to head off. Everyone thinks of me in this town as like a hero or something. Why a folk hero or something of the like. Like I've never left the town. I didn't even know what Soretto was. There's so much more out there, like in all those cool stories you've given me. And like, I have to leave eventually. And I am leaving. He's like you know, the hand on hip, like, yeah. I can't say that we've ever been able to stop you from doing anything that you want to do. Nor do I have the intelligence to fight it. <laughs> <laughs> but do you... Are you prepared for people to not always... People are not always nice. Well, yeah, I know. I see how people treat you guys. And like, I, I know how to like handle that. So like, I'll be good. Out of character a little bit, what are they treating your parents they just, like? They just kind of hover away from, like, no one truly, like, you know when you're polite to someone, but, like, there's, like, always, like, a wall of, mm -hmm. like, oh, yes, I will take your money, and I will engage in no small talk with you. Do you have an idea of why? They themselves are very quiet, except for Arai, and I guess his, his sibling. <laughs> the younger one, I don't, I don't know how my older sibling is, but yeah. Okay. Your mother, back in character, looks at you and says, you've always done so much to protect us. I hope you just know how to protect yourself. Oh my gosh, yeah, I have like a fucking spear that is somewhere that like I was given at such and such, like for a few years back. Like I know it's how to find it. in fight. your room under your bed. Oh my God, you weren't supposed to find it. God. But yeah, like I know how to fight. It's fine. I'll be okay. And he does like the he does like the shoulder pat. She she hugs a little bit and uh, steps forward for a hug. Arai doesn't like hugs, <laughs> but Arai will give hugs when hugs are needed. Okay, well she offers, and if you say no, she'll just no. Kind he, of... he he hugs and it's like mom. <laughs> Go and be careful and thank you for the knives. Uh, have Edel start doing it because like the knife person's pretty cool and like he knows us so like he re he'll recognize the knives so like next time you need it if I'm not back within like a day or two um, if you need them 
Oh god. You see like the blood leave like her face. <laughs> you like, uh actually, you know, I, I should be back within like knives don't need to be sharpened within a day or two. It'll be fine. Uh come back, okay? Oh well. And maybe I'll even get something for you. You know, like Hasden is your home. Yeah, it is, but like maybe I need like I've outgrown it. And he like plays with the like the hair that he has by his like it's long enough that he can play with it pretty uh, unnoticeably. I think it would be easy to grow into it as well, but this is something you need to decide for yourself. I agree. Okay. And he like nods and while still looking at her kind of like maneuvers his way out of the room. He's like, I don't want to keep arguing this goodbye. She watches you the whole time. <laughs> and then turns to her knives and, go, and goes to make food. And you have the rest of your evening. Is there anything else you would like to do before your great adventure starts? Who is my older sibling? Are they home? Uh, your older sibling would probably arrive later in the day along with your dad. They both work together for one of the, like, permanent stores in town mm-hmm. um do like they're both like employees there um and your older sibling is if it starts with e i swear to god <laughs> it, it actually is no <laughs> ebero okay pronouns he him and the younger one is was it they they them mm-hmm. okay okay um there's nothing much that Arai wants to do but he does want to not confront his older sibling and father. Wants to slither on out of that conversation before that starts. Uh, sure. Make a, um, make a general charisma check. God damn it. He's dumb. He's doomed. 14. It doesn't seem like Ebero or your father know what's going (laughs) on as you, like, sit down to, like, have dinner. You get the feeling that your mother will probably tell your dad about what you're doing later. Um, mm-hmm. And Ebero, what do you feel like your relationship with Ebero is? Mm-hmm. Distant. I think he loves his family, but he does not have the best relationship with his older brother. Ebero is someone who is settled in the town. It was kind of assumed he's always been the kind of person who has stayed. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're welcome to add more to that, but that's just like. No, that's pretty. That's pretty on par of what I was thinking about him. Cool. Uh, great. So, yeah, you go to sleep that night. Wake up the uh, next I get, morning. I get, get a long rest. Get all my money back that I lost. <laughs> yeah, because that's how long rests work. Mm-hmm. That's you exactly get your how money capitalism back. works. <laughs> uh, yeah, you have your long rest. And you wake. You can wake up the next day. Um, you leave and no one in the house stops you <laughs> bye alright you you head out uh, you head out to like kind of the to the road where the traders generally head out and you see Jekka there with like a cart like a horse and cart and like yeah. wares in the back and she goes hey ready to head off yeah like do I hop in the back of the cart and like hide under it or do Oh, uh, this, that's a good question. Um, you know, I think so while we're on the way, do whatever you want. Okay. What do you want to do? Where do you sit? Do I have Do I have a horse, or am I just on the cart with like on the 
Uh, yeah, Jekka doesn't have a spare horse. She has the cart with her. Okay, I'll just so sit. So you can I'll sit, sit in like the cart, sadly. <laughs> I mean, you can sit on the bench up front too if you want. Oh yeah, no, I'll do that. Okay. <laughs> just like sitting in the cart, like legs crossed. Like, <laughs> no, he'll Bundled sit on around the bench. boxes of potions. Yeah. Okay, you sit on the you sit on the bench, and as the sun starts to rise, you make your way to Soretto. And that's where we're going to leave it for today. Oh, my sweet dumb himbo. <laughs> all the roles that were intelligence-based were so low. And all the roles... Like, why were they low? <laughs> I mean, sometimes the dice are just really... Um, this is a they're really prophetic. <laughs> History check zero. <laughs> zero. That's... Yikes, that's a big yikes right there. Oof. It's exciting. Yeah. So much more to do. Yay. He's finally got out of his, his provincial town. He gets leaves to be on his own. He's going to go get adventure in the great wide somewhere. Look, my favorite is still the when I put awry, I was like, ah, things could go awry. Uh,. Is that why you picked that name? No, but then I said it and I was like, that's funny. It's good. <clears throat> it's a rise catchphrase now. That's terrible. Absolutely not. <laughs> oh, so exciting. Well, uh, I, I wish we could keep going, but unfortunately, I think we have to cut it. So uh, let's 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 cut it now so that we can get on into the adventure next week, because that's mm -hmm. how time works, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so let's do it. Um Listeners, tune in next week when we figure out what happens with Arai. But in the meantime, thank you for being here and listening to Gameplay Radio on Radio Free Brooklyn. Make sure you follow us at Gameplay RFE on Twitter. And if you're listening on a podcast app, why not leave us a review? You should also follow us individually. I'm at Aaron is a bird. That's E-R-Y-N is a bird on Twitter and at Aaron K. Levine on Instagram. And I'm at CuteBookworm1010. Numbers, not letters. Take care of yourselves and each other, and we will talk to you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.